Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on the 18th of February 2011. Newcomers look into the main website, it's cuttingthroughthematrix.com and help yourself to the audios that you can download for free. Remember a lot of the sites, uh, all the sites listed there on that page carry the same audios, they also carry transcripts in English of a lot of the talks that I've given over the years for a print-up. And you can go into alanwattsentinel.eu, also listed on the same site, uh, for transcripts in other languages. And remember, too, that you're the audience that bring me to you because I don't bring on advertisers as guests to sell you stuff and scare you and all that stuff. So it's up to you to keep me going by supporting me, and you can do so by buying the books and discs that I have for sale at CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com website. You can also donate as well. Be handy if folk donated once in a while. Believe you me, because things are really, as you all know, in Canada and the States, uh, when inflation goes up in one country, goes up in the other, and things are going through the roof here too, uh, as they are in the U.S. And that's everything, all your basics too. And uh, from the U.S. to Canada, you can use an, an international postal money order from your post office to order. You can use a personal check to order. You can use PayPal to order. Just use the donation button on CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com website and follow it by an email with your name, address, and order, and I'll get it out to you. Across the rest of the world, you've got Western Union. You have MoneyGram. I found out the day that MoneyGram can be pretty hefty, too, uh, even sending a check. So it's up to you to decide which was the cheapest way to go. Some people send cash, remember, just putting cash inside tinfoil, and that will come through as well. Because uh, sometimes half of the, uh, the, the check they're sending over is literally the fee. It's incredible. It's incredible what the, the big bankers are charging today for just wiring something across the pond, as you say, a little bit of water. Anyway, it's up to you how you want to do it. And PayPal, again, is probably the cheapest way of all. Uh, just send your, your order in using the, um, with a, an email with the name, address, and order, and give the PayPal donation, the PayPal buttons on the site, and all those listed in the com site. So that's how you'll do it. On this particular time period, I call it the time period, Now I'm trying to evade the, the word show uh, or program, because I don't want to program you either. Uh, this is basically an educational time to try and show you how the big picture of the real world really does work, and it's so vastly different from the one that you've been indoctrinated into believing. And believe you me, when you go into the history of education, for instance, and you read some of the old speeches by the top people, like Webster in the 1800s, that they knew exactly what education was supposed to be, as to, to serve the state and produce the desired kinds of citizenry that would pay taxes and do what they were told. And it's the same thing when you read Gatto's books on education as well. It's quite fascinating to understand that uh, we are kept literally in um, the first layer of the rabbit hole, 
We don't even see the sky, really, except for the contrails or the chemtrails. But we're, we're kept in the first layer of the rabbit hole. We're not allowed to know what's really going on, because we're children, you understand, and that's how they see us at the top. We're just uh, unruly children, so we've got to be kept in our places and believe all the guff. Guff's a very good word. It's not used often enough today. Guff, uh, which we're supposed to swallow, to explain what's happening in the higher levels of our masters and rulers under the new type of authoritarian governmental systems we all have. You'll all notice, I'm sure, that very little is coming out from from governments uh, and particular members of government. They're shielding them from the public. This is the new term that they're using, they're shielding them. And again, the new term is uh, governmental um, governmentalism and governance, they're calling it now. So the lower peons just give you new laws, and it comes in the papers, and that's that. Back with more after these messages. Hi, folks. We're back, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix. I've talked... Uh, over the last few weeks or on, on these color revolutions, as they call them, color revolutions run by Brzezinski and George Soros and all the big foundations. But you've got to understand, your governments are also in on these revolutions that are going on across the world. Back when Bush with the neocons were in, uh, they called it revolutionary democracy by the hard method. There's hard and soft power. And these are the terms they use officially at the United Nations, by the way, and in the big foundations. And, of course, hard power is sending military in, and soft power is using uh, students which are trained that you fly in uh, to these different countries to protest in the streets and demand the resignation and the ousting of the old uh, uh, governments or systems, whichever they had, uh, to bring in the new, because it must apparently be democratic, where you, you're given a central bank, you're given a loan from the IMF, and then you're in debt forever. And then, of course, they really think they're going to get freedom, but in fact they're going to be run by the world governments. That's what you've got to be in the world government system, or else you'll be smashed into the mud. And that's the real world that you live in. That's what it's all about. It's not about getting bad dictators out at all. These bad dictators were uh, the friends and chums of the World Bank and the IMF for about 40, 50 years, some of them. They protected Israel, but now is the time to, to get, get a change before they die off. So they we're going through this farce of having them pushed out. And in will come the new Marxist leagues, of course, because the bankers love the Marxist types. Marxists believe, you see, that government should rule with an authoritarian hand and make you all very, very austere, while they themselves at the top are the only ones allowed to live in a, a decent lifestyle at all. As you can see by the wages they end up giving themselves in all democratic countries. But here's an article here from the Euro Observer. And it's kind of a semi-official organization for the European Union Parliament. Amid escalating violence in Bahrain, Libya and Yemen going into the weekend, EU diplomats say the foreign, say the ministers might be confronted with entirely new problems by the time they sit down to dinner on Sunday. No one could have predicted these events, one diplomatic liar, sorry, uh, contact said. Zooming in on events, ministers are likely to debate how to handle the exodus of North African refugees to Europe ahead of talks on the subject 
at EU leader levels in, in March. The EU efforts to freeze the financial assets of the ousted Egyptian and Tunisian dictators are also set to come up. If they think these guys have been soaking their country, wait till these guys get democracy and all their money's flowing out <laughs> one way direction, just like Britain and elsewhere. In other businesses, the UK is to propose further toughening of economic sanctions against Iran. They're still going to take down Iran because if not one Muslim-run nation will be left, that's on the agenda. Over its alleged nuclear weapons program, the same farce went through with Iraq. And Poland is to call for extra measures against Belarus after it jailed the young protester for four years. For her part, EU Foreign Affairs Chief Catherine Ashton will visit Egypt on Monday. On Wednesday, she will host an international conference in Brussels with senior officials from the EU states, Maghreb and the Middle East countries, the US, Japan and international financial institutions such as the World Bank to try and frame a multilateral master plan for the region. So that's, that's it. Get the IMF in, the World Bank and central banking and put in your puppet governments and uh, then they'll really get their freedom. You wait and see. Following the EU minister's high-amended pro-democratic declaration on Monday, EU Commission President José Manuel Barroso will host the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights, uh, Navi Pili, in the EU capital on Wednesday. The mood in Brussels will change on Thursday when Russia's hardman prime minister and likely next president brings his full suite of ministers to spend two days in meetings with Mr. Barroso and his team. And then you go into uh, this one here as well. Um, is to do with uh, the IMF. This is what happens when you have democracy now that we're all broke and, and we're, we've given our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren to over to paying off the debt. That's called slavery. When you're born into a previous generation's debt, you are a de facto slave for those who don't know it. And that's legal as well. That's international legalism. They all agree on that. The IMF chief, Dominique Strauss-Kahn, on Sunday, welcomed a new European emergency fund to stabilize the Eurozone and pledge to work with the EU on a country-by-country basis. Now, a few months back, I mentioned after the crash and all the rest of it, when they wanted to take over the, the country's books, each country will, instead of doing their own books and being their own bosses, will now be subject to the IMF doing their bookkeeping for them. Well, that's what this is all about. They've got their wish. In a statement, Strauss-Kahn said the new 500 billion euro uh, European stabilization mechanism would help stabilize the global financial system and preserve the economic recovery. I wonder where recovery that is, eh? Underway. The EU finance minister said that the IMF is expecting to contribute 250 billion euros, taking the package to 750 billion euros or close to 1 trillion. That's all from the taxpayers of this super Soviet system they call the European Union. It says, uh, however, Strauss-Kahn didn't offer any specifics and what you want, like the interest rates and how much he's scamming. Our contribution will be on a country-by-country basis, so that's us a bookkeeping through each country, through the whole range of instruments we've already discussed and have at our disposal. We expect our financial assistance to be broadly in proportion of our recent European arrangements, Strauss-Kahn added. It's all done in secrecy there, you see. So it says, uh, during the global uh, downturn, Following the collapse of the U.S. subprime mortgage market, the IMF approved emergency financial support for Hungary, Latvia, Romania, and Ukraine, amongst others. You know, there's no point trying to be um, look after your own affairs anymore. Even personally, understand that too, and be good. As it keep telling, be good, do the right things, because all they do is come along and loot you. 
doesn't matter if you're an individual or a nation, even if you've not sunk yourself into debt, it doesn't matter, they're going to come around and utterly loot you anyway, rob you. That's the new world order. That's what it's about, bringing you down to the pit of austerity. And nations, individuals, it's all the same to them. So, it's amazing as well, they'll never ever, and I've said this for about 20, 30 years, they'll never fix a system that's designed to bankrupt nations. This central banking system, this corrupt central banking system run by really (laughs) relations of each other across the whole planet. They'll never change it, you know. And they'll never plug uh, the loopholes and the faults and the problems that cause it to get out of control in the first place because they want depressions at least twice every century when they can loot and rob the public and then they're in charge for another 50, 60 or 100 years as you all try and pay it off. This is power control, simple. And countries that used to have their own banking system like Canada that worked I might even put that link up to how the banking system worked before these characters came in. Because your your banking, your central bank used to print its own cash and sell it to the banks. You see, they sold it to the banks. And you didn't have any debt at all. No debt at all. Amazing. Even after World War II, Canada was pretty well debt free. And then, of course, they brought in prime ministers who were actually common turn members, and that's a fact, like Pierre Trudeau. And now we're lending from the private banks. Because everyone in this world order must be under the same system. This new, new freedom, you understand? The new freedom. Where you had no chains at all, now you've got manacles on. And you've got manacles that are bugged so they can track everything you do. It's just phenomenal what's going on in the world, and the people out there, to be honest with you, most of them are gone. The young ones are definitely gone. They're definitely, I've had too many experiences with young ones who literally think nothing of giving their ID and information to anybody who asks for it or having their photograph taken. That happened to me today. I went into a Western Union office to change a few American dollars and I had to sign about four forms because I refused for, to allow them to photograph my driving license. And I also then refused for them to take a photograph of me. No kidding. To change a few dollars. And the girl's standing and looking at me like, you know, it's all quite... If I just had my photograph taken, it would all be quite normal. What's your problem? They really don't understand privacy. They don't understand it. They don't want it. They're happy slaves. Russell said there'd be a lot of happy, happy slaves, you know. And they truly are. They're happy having... They've got all their stuff up on Facebook, for God's sake. So they don't have a chance in hell, a snowflake's chance in hell of surviving. And I've said that for years too, because the main indoctrination has already been on them. Now, back to the color revolutions. I have mentioned before the incredible amount of money and financing uh, that comes from the big foundations and your governments, by the way, like the EU and Canada and so on. We all pay for these, these rioters to go over there and riots. They're well-trained, at least for the leaders, and they all are young. They want to change the world. Their leaders know what the real motives are, but the followers don't, and that's what happens when you join groups. Now, here's part one of the main organizations that organizes them. It's called movements.org. And what is it? It's a non-profit organization funded by the foundations and your tax money, of course, dedicated to identifying, connecting, and supporting grassroots digital activists 
from around the world. We match members of our global network with necessary resources from the technology, media, private and public sectors, as well as with each other in order to foster peer-to-peer capacity building. Movements.org hosts annual summits, regional training events, and on online hub for best practices, lessons learned, discussion, and news about the use of new technologies in social movements. The organization was formed during a December 2008 summit, the Alliance of Youth Movements. By the way, that used to be the Marxist movement, the world Marxist movements. They still call themselves that sometimes too. If you want to find who's members of it in your own country, find out who's been uh, some of the guests at the Rosa Luxemburg meetings in Germany, especially last year. You'd be surprised, Canada and the U.S., because some of these people give you some of the data that you read on your shows. Anyway, it says that brought together experts in social media with pioneering grassroots movement leaders for the first time in history. It goes on to tell you who all the leaders are and the founders of the movements. Back with more after this. Hi folks, we're back and we're cutting through the Matrix reading about some of the organizations that are well-funded, well-trained, no doubt work with intelligence services for the world. There's only one intelligence service left for the world and all the main ones belong to it. Actually, really, when you look at who was in the OSS, look at the names, just look at them, and they, they became the CIA and MI6. It hasn't changed at all. It's the same ones not working for their countries, but actually working to, to bring in this particular globalist system. And it's going to be very, it's very authoritarian, as the Club of Rome said. It's going to be authoritarian. There's no, it's not a matter of you having your, your individual rights. In fact, they've said at the top of the United Nations that individualism is one of their main enemies, it has to be eradicated. And the founders of this particular organization I'm reading about here, this uh, movements.org, the one, ones that coordinate and fund a lot of them and train them, you know, to go over to other countries and, and, and Twitter and tweet like little birdies and so on, uh, and cause the, the demonstrations that you see on television and which Mr. Mansbridge in Canada will not tell you, of course. They're all funded and by the West and by the, your own parliaments and trained as well uh, by special agents, etc., etc. It says here, through the use of new, new technologies, grassroots active. By the way, the leaders here I should mention some of the leaders in this who founded it. And they include Jared Cohen, who's director of Google Ideas at Google, Jason Liebman, CEO and co-founder of Howcast, and Roman Sunder, co-founder of Access 360 Media. These are some of them. Uh, it says that through the use of new technologies, grassroots activists have more capacity than ever to make changes in their communities. Movements.org is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to helping grassroots activists to build their capacity and make a greater impact on the world. Uh, how do we do this? We support technology-driven grassroots activism campaign by striving to achieve three main goals. Identify the digital activists and the developments in digital activism through our website and they give the website and so on, uh, social media presence and outreach, outreach uh, trips. I guess that's where they'll get together. Connect digital activists to each other to 
technology experts and through more traditional civil society organizations by facilitating year-round online collaboration and annual conference and regional training events. Do you think this is just a, a tin can organization here, chapping at your door, asking for a few pennies? So... They've gone about their annual summits. Movements.org holds annual summits, events, and training that link influential leaders in technology, that's your Gates, Boys, and so on, media, private, and public sectors, with some of the world's most promising digital activists. Since the first summit in 2008 in New York City, we have held two more in Mexico City and in London. Again, they have these little tin can guys have meetings across the world. And, of course, you belong to them. You can actually travel because your government will help fund you over. This is how we really understand if you're young, you're so easily sucked into these organizations, never realizing that your parents were led by false ones as well. And they were all followers. The leaders are the only ones that know where it's all supposed to go. And it's never to where you believed it was all going to go. Why do you think we're still in an awful mess hundreds and hundreds of years down the road? Why do you think that? It's not because they want to make a nice, happy planet for you all. Far, far from it. You had to look at, again, the Fabian Society, the founders. I'll put up that link again. We are here. One of the founders of uh, the society, uh, George Bernard Shaw, talk about the ultimate world of socialism and how they want to kill off the useless eaters by getting a good, humane gas on the go, for instance. He suggests it's a video. You hear him talking himself, long before Hitler was accused of doing the same thing. And, uh, of course, Hitler got all the ideas from the, the British socialists. Uh, that's where it all based, basically. It was in London. And uh, you'll find, too, that uh, you'd have to go to them to justify why they should keep you alive if you were just a consumer but not a producer. You better understand Marxism and what it's all about. It's all to do with materialism. What do you think is running the world today? It's all materialistic movements to do with the distribution of wealth and goods and all the rest of it, and less consumption of goods. That's called austerity. And those who have the right to impose it upon you, either by allowing you to get it or denying you it. George Orwell warned us about these people. And you've all been fooled again. And, of course, your media makes sure you're kept fooled. What is communitarianism? It's so close to communism, isn't it? It's a mixture between collectivism and communism. That's why they chose it. And George Bush Sr., the good conservative guy in the States, Republican, was the first guy to use it openly and say that's the way for the future. People can't connect the dots unless someone tells them. Are we all so brain damaged, eh? Now, there's Scott on the line from Wisconsin. We'll talk to him if he's still there. He's still there, Scott. Alan, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm uh, glad you mentioned. Uh, first of all, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, I'm just simultaneously finishing up um, Carol Quigley, Tragedy and Hope, and um, Jackson, um, A Brief History of the Future. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about the surveillance society, it's, I mean, he talks about it in the book where he says that, um, you know, we'll first enter, you know, basically a Big Brother surveillance phase. Um, at the behest of the mercantile order, then we'll go into a self-surveillance phase. Yeah. And I can really see that transition now. Well, you talked about the Facebook. I mean, people, stuff that intelligence agencies and 
insurance companies and, and, and marketing agencies couldn't dream of getting if they asked. People are putting up on their own. Yes. And, and it's... I, I'll hold well, on. I'll tell you, hold on and we'll come back to that when you, when you come back after this break. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks. We're back, and this is Cutting Through the Matrix, talking to Scott from Wisconsin. Are you still there, Scott? Yes, Alan, I'm here. And I'm actually from New York City. I I must have got it wrong, but that's okay. Yep. Um... Yeah, I was just talking about. Um, uh, I read. I'm reading through these books, and um, you know they can be very dry, like you say. But you get to these gems in there that I mean, it's worth it's worth the dryness, you know, because you find out exactly what's going on and what's going to go on. Yep. And um, like I was saying, I mean, Jack Satali talks. He talks about the surveillance society, and he talks about how governments will be bankrupt and end up. Um, giving their authority unto, you know, private insurance companies and private mm-hmm. organizations. Yep. And our rights, for a private organization, you're not protected under the Constitution from a private organization running your life. That's right. In, in fact, uh, it's already happening, by the way, because even in Canada, if you have a wood stove, the insurance company will not generally insure you unless you get rid of it or change it altogether. So generally, they want rid of it. Uh, so so that's, that's a form of blackmail and, of course, who do you complain to to heat yourself? The governments would say, well, it's not our business, you know. It's, it's not our business how you heat yourself. If you, if you try to get oil and heat yourself by oil in Canada since for the last two or three years, you've got to get government inspectors in every year to check your furnace for you. You pay them to come in, and then they say it needs an upgrade or whatever, and then you do that, and then you pay the engineer to come back and have another little quick look at it and a cup of tea, and jack up the price again. And then maybe then he'll give you a certificate so that you're allowed to buy heating oil. That's how bad it is already. But uh, your alternative is, is wood stove, and the, com- the other companies, the private ones, the insurance companies will just say no to you until you go on what the government wants you on. Then, of course, they can uh, bring you down to austerity levels by making sure you freeze most of the winters by refusing your oil. It's amazing what's already going on, and the public can't put two and two together. They think it's all just basically economics. They really do. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree, Alan, and I, and I like how you talk about um, different forms of warfare because I see it. I mean, I just recently flew with my girlfriend on vacation to Florida, and on the way home, you know, the body scanner was, of course, there. Yeah. And I was shocked how... You know, my my brethren and my countrymen are just walking through this thing, getting radiated, just like, you know, in Nazi Germany, people would peek, put in the cattle cars. And I, of course, Mm -hmm. opted out, and people looked at me with wide eyes and couldn't believe what was going on, that I was actually facing down authority and actually talking back to them and explaining Mm -hmm. how wrong their actions were, you know. Yeah. And and all the people, it's always this mind control where they just, whenever you chant, it's this obsession with security and this obsession with, you know, being afraid of a terrorist, which, <laughs> I mean, as you and I know, the chances of you actually encountering a terrorist or being hurt by a terrorist are essentially zero compared to yeah. every day driving an automobile, you know, taking a yeah. bath. Sure it is. 
<laughs> yeah, you got more chance of getting tasered by an unruly guard at one of these places than, than a terrorist hitting you. Uh, just for looking at the guy wrongly, or looking him in the eyes, perhaps that's a that's that's really uh, intimidating to him. Uh, you had to look at their shoes when you walk through. It's like the old days when we were ruled by lords. You looked at their silver buckles and their silk stockings, but don't look them in the eye. I mean, that's true. But but the, the, I read an article the other night about psychology and how they know that once they've trained the general public, they can count on the public to turn on you when you will not go along and conform. Like you're a bad guy, they'll turn on you. It's all psychology, and it's been learned down through centuries of, of observation on the general public. You'll see the same thing in a checkout counter. If you make a fuss about something, the rest of them in the line will tit-tit and complain, like, like, who's causing the trouble? And, and uh, that's how they turn on you. That's, that's a general population who are already conditioned into whatever the new system happens to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then very quickly, Alan, I don't want to take too much of your time up, but... um. It's just as you, as I read more and more things, as I read some Manly P. Hall stuff, and I read, you read this information, the true history, as you say, you know, you see stuff everywhere. I mean, even the ads. I mean, I live in the city, and I'm try, I'm going to try to get out of here as soon as I can, but yeah. I don't know how people raise kids. There's ad, there's these MTV ads with young kids engaged in sexual activity just yeah. everywhere, and yeah. I just don't understand, you know, we're such a demoralized culture. We really, really have become one, so... When the breakdown does occur, I mean, there's going to be, I mean, you talk about moral relativity. There is no morals left. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. That was always the intention of the Frankfurt School, one of the main arms of uh, the, 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 the Marxist uh, teams. And they have been in control of the U.S. and the Western, especially the U.S. and Canadian um, cultures since the 1940s, 50s. Uh, they gave you what's now called culture. They said, and this is the word, by the way, of uh, Adorno, who was one of their main writers for the team, uh, for, for, uh, for music and for entertainment and so on, for Hollywood. He said, we should know we have won when we have brought in a, a culture uh, of, of um, he, he called it, um, not just pedophilia, but necrophilia. Necrophilia was his term, where they've demolished all values whatsoever in order to re- rebuild the new culture. That was the term they used, necrophilia. Oh, yeah, and it's funny. You look at a RuPaul. I saw a RuPaul ad for the transvestite RuPaul, and behind RuPaul was the black and white checkerboard of Freemasonry just telling you who it's from. You know, it's incredible. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and, and very quickly, I do have a question for you. Um, I've noticed that, um, you know, what I guess, quote, um, patriot issues have, you know, seeped into onto television. You know, I watch very little television, but I listen to other patriot radio shows, and I noticed that, you know, there's been conspiracy shows. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know if my analysis is correct, but my brother and I are both um, awake, as they say. And the only really th- the only reason I can think of that this stuff will be allowed to be on is because it's being, you know, number one um, sensationalist to the mm-hmm. point where when the public sees it, it's, you know, it's it almost... Well, you see, the government, it's unseen in these boys who came up with the idea. These are the guys who run the psychology departments for altering behavior of the public for the U.S. government. They work for the government. And uh, they came up with the idea of conspiracy theories. They, they put the term conspiracy theories for all alternate forms of news. 
uh, except the ones like the one I let, read, the last one, the one who forms the groups for the radicals, etc. They're not a conspiracy group, you see. Those who, can, who actually just stick to the news and so on of what's happening, they're conspiracy theorists. It's like it's a new club of odd, oddballs. And that's the impression they want to give to the general public. And they've already been successful, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. And, and it seems that, the, you know, when, they, when the, the public sees this stuff, the people that just sit there and watch TV, they'll, set, they'll see it. And then if they ever hear it, if anybody ever talks to them about it, they'll say, oh, I saw that on, on television. And, you know, that was debunked. You yeah. know? And they bring in the UFOs and the aliens and reptiles and all that stuff. And, and that makes it all the more stupid and, and crazy. And that's how it's intended to be. And uh, uh, when you stick to the facts, it doesn't matter. They're going to lump you in with the rest of them. Even if you're quoting the guys in government at the time or even Sunstein himself, you're, you're a crazy conspiracy theorist and you probably believe in, in, in that there's aliens are running the planet and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Alan. Keep up the good work, man. And thanks for calling. Yeah, we're run, we're run on all levels. And um, you, uh, when anyone, I've, I've turned shows down uh, and TV shows as well that we're doing uh, conspiracy theories. And um, I won't go on them because you, all, you're, all you're going on to is a circus. Uh, and I call it the circus. Some radio shot, shows too, it's a circus. They bring on the guys who promote the, the walking alligator bags and uh, they, they bring on the guys who, who have taken trips off in UFOs and visit the planets and stuff like that. And you're just one guy amongst all that lot. This is a circus and this is intentional. It's intentional, it's funded, it's, 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 uh, there's intelligence services behind it. There's no, whenever you see that, you know what's working it. Because we don't need to get wrapped up in all the nonsense that they have handed to us to get wrapped up in. Stick to the basic facts, stick to the history, stick to the official documentation, and you can't go wrong. But even now, you'll still get put into a conspiracy theorist camp. Because the mainstream media must have access, total access to the minds of the general viewing population to brainwash them, and they will never tell you the truth. They'll never. We're being lullabied to sleep, basically, with what we call what we think of as news. We're always given alternate reasons for things happening, even in Egypt and so on, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Propaganda is is put out there by two or three main news uh, lines wires. And everyone copies it. These are the official ones that they all must copy. Anything else is obviously crazy, as you say. Everything else is obviously crazy. It's a battle for the minds. And that's what we're in now. Propaganda wars, they called it years ago before they gave you the Internet. They talked about mind wars and, and information wars. That's what you're going through today. And they didn't sit back waiting for its opposition. They made sure they already had the group set up who would go into action Unfortunately, sometimes even on behalf of patriots in the early days, and folk did come out of nowhere, and uh, suddenly, and and they would hang an audience for a while. They'd carry them, and and, and then maybe once you're hooked on them, in would come the aliens, in would come all the weird stuff, until it, it got too bizarre. And that's how they do it. It's um, they got all my, you know, I understand at the top there, uh, that the funding for intelligence agencies. And especially counterintelligence. Counterintelligence is something put out to counter real intelligence, real facts. And so the guys who put out there in the field will come out with the real facts until they have the audience and then they sway them off in 180 degrees. And the rest just follow along because now they're used to the leader that they've decided to follow. I have always told people don't follow leaders. And when you smell something that, uh, coming in, 
it's up to you, but turn away. I do. I've always done that. When someone takes the wrong track, I know something's going on. And uh, you stop, you stop uh, viewing or listening or whatever. You have to do it that way. You have to think for yourself and stop being followers. You've got to think for yourself. As I say, in this day and age, especially the young ones, and even in the 60s and 70s, they created the whole New Age movement. And it was like a shopping mall. You couldn't go into the traditional religions, but you could go into all the, the new ones were putting out there. Hinduism was fine. You could meditate forever and take dope. That was, that, the governments loved that because it, it really spun the brains of lot, millions of youth. It helped to promote the uh, sexual promiscuity uh, that they wanted to foster so that they wouldn't bind, uh, bind for life. And again, you'll find the Frankfurt School was behind that. They wanted that. They said that would work, and it did work. The multiple partners, they will not stay with one partner for any length of time. And then they gave them uh, Buddhism. Buddhism is fantastic too because, again, there's no rules. You see, you do what you want. There's no rules. There's no laws of cause and effect. You know, if you do this, this will happen to you. You don't always postpone it to another life, you know, and pay it off in an afterlife like a credit card. I mean, this is the stuff that they were promoting then. To, and its main objective, as the Frankfurt School said, was to destroy Christianity. That's only only one they were after, Christianity. Now, of course, it's a Muslim's term. And that's what all this is about, too. They will not allow a Muslim. And the Muslim culture, see, it's not just a religion. It's a whole culture and a governmental system. It is not democratic. It was never meant to be democratic. We don't have democracy. Democracy is a front. As much of a, a front as the great cries that they gave the communists for the revolutions. You'll all be free and working together for a wonderful utopia. The workers' paradise, they called it. It's always a big lie. And so is democracy. Democracy is central banking, uh, the monopolization of all governmental departments by a plutocracy that are often intermarried, know each other very well. And massive, massive debt. You, all you are at the bottom level is a producer and consumer and taxpayer. That's your duty under citizenship, under international law and citizenship. That's your duty. That's all your function is. There was in Canada, in a microcosm in Sudbury, where they voted in the local council. And then they found out the council members were all liars and were helping themselves, and as they always do, they're all corrupt. Because that's the only type who go for power, you see, in politics and so on. And, and one guy took it up to the Supreme Court to try and get rid of this bunch. And he was told by the Supreme Court of Canada, no, under democracy, the only right you have is to vote someone in. What they do when they're in is up to them. They can do whatever, whatever they want. That's it. That's what democracy is. It's a top-down dictate to the public of what you do next and how you behave next and what you'll pay next. And so on. That's what, that's what democracy is. And again, in democracy, you always find and, and always recognizing minority groups. Well, minority groups, again, were fostered by uh, the common turn and the Frankfurt School. They also got your government's tax money to help fund the Frankfurt School that mixed with the Macy Group to create this particular culture and society. And with this massive debt and all the rest of it. And they couldn't get enough working pe- people who were disaffected to go along with this Marxist idea. 
So they created minority groups. That's what they said. We must create minority groups and get them all working together along our agenda. The followers don't have to really know what they're really after. Only the leaders won't know. But there's never any shortage of followers amongst the youth. All the professors who agitated through the 60s and 70s were placed there by the CIA. And the CIA was never there to defend the American people. Any more than MI6 was there to defend the British people. That's the truth of it. There's an article here. FBI urges Congress to expand internet wiretapping. And it says the FBI urged members of the House Judiciary Subcommittee on Crime, Terrorism and Homeland Security on Thursday to update the Communications Assistance to Law Enforcement Act. That's called the C-A-L-E-A Act. And make it easier for authorities to eavesdrop on the Internet. That act was first passed in 1994 and requires telecommunications companies to design their equipment and services to ensure that law enforcement and national security officials can monitor telephones and other communications whenever necessary. That's faxes, phones, everything has a a backdoor on it, a chip that can be activated to allow them to come in. All your computers too, all your your, your spyware, etc. must have backdoors built into them by law since 1994. Over the years, through interpretation of the statute by the Federal Communications Commission, the reach of Calia has been expanded to include facilities-based broadband internet access and voice over internet protocol services that are fully interconnected with the public switched telephone network, the FBI General Counsel Valeria Caprone told the subcommittee. Although that expansion of coverage has been extremely helpful, Calia does not cover popular internet-based communications, modalities such as webmail, social networking sites, or peer-to-peer services, which is not true at all. As a result, although the government may obtain a court order authorizing collection of certain communications, it often serves that order on a provider who does not have an obligation under Calia to be prepared to execute it, she explained. Such providers may not have intercept capabilities in place at the time that they receive the order. What they want now is to put it in all software as well, by the way. And by the way, they can get what they want through the NSA. This is a bit, a bit ticked if they ask the NSA. That's all this is about. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, I'm back and we're cutting through the matrix here. Where I mean that but the Frankfurt School, you have no idea the incredible influence that that had. Uh, look at the websites for Laurel Canyon, where, where a lot of these characters started too in the music industry. They already had Hollywood on the go for years, long before that, bringing you down step by step. And, and Adorno, Theodore Adorno, was one of their main uh, architects of this plan, and it was all backed by the U.S. government back the way, by the way, your whole cultural shift. He said this, Eros, Eros was precisely the weapon that the Frankfurt School and their fellow travelers employed. Eros is, is sex and, and, and exotica and so on. Over the next 50 years to create a, a cultural paradigm shift away from the so-called authoritarian matrix of man in the living image of God, the sanctity of the nuclear family, and the superiority of the republican form of nation-state over all 
other forms of political organization. They transformed American culture towards an erotic, perverse matrix associated with their present politically correct tyranny. They brought in the whole terms of political correctness. There's words you can't use now, terms you can't use. It was them, you got them to thank for it. It's still on the go today, by the way, at the top of governments. So, so political correct tyranny of tolerance and dehumanization and drug abuse, sexual perversion, and the glorification of violence. That's why you've been fed. For the Marxist Freudian revolutionaries of the Frankfurt School, the ultimate antidote to the hated Western Judeo-Christian civilization was to tear that civilization down from the inside by turning out generations of necrophiliacs. And that was a term uh, that uh, Theodore Adorno from uh, the, the Frankfurt School called it, a system of necrophilia where literally anything will go. And now we have bodies hanging on wires that have been plasticized, uh, on display at museums. We have even pregnant ones, ones they killed when they were pregnant, and use the fetus in the womb, hanging on wires, on skateboards, sitting at bars, ha, 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 etc., uh, etc. Et we're already there. There's your, 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 your culture industry at work in, in Hollywood and in music television with Lady Gaga. Uh, covered in blood, artificial blood and all the rest of it, going through a whole, her whole act. I wanted to do an act with these uh, hanging body-wired uh, characters too and make it sexy. You think this is all coincidence? I'm, I'm reading stuff from years ago, from their own books, to you. And it's all here. And everybody whistles this. They don't even whistle anymore. They just uh, kind of hum along to the, what they call tunes now. These tuneless uh, songs are out there. No melodies whatsoever. And, of course, lots of uh, the sexual beats and the sexual ones where everyone wants to be a whore, apparently. Uh, right up until they're about 50 or 60, they, they can't age anymore. They're terrified to age and stop wearing miniskirts and high heels. It's amazing. It's all worked. You are... You never had anything to do with creating a culture, but professionals did. And these professionals had created cultures long before yours. That's why they have so much information and on their abilities and the sciences of actually introducing it and planning it and running it for you. And here you are today. And no one thinks anymore when the, when the American and the British Air Force takes off and bombs the hell out of countries, no one cares when you see bodies all over the place. It's not you, it's getting blown up. You're too busy with much music and, and all the rest of it, all your perversions. Hmm? And they make sure there's lots of that on the internet for you too, don't they? I'm surprised, I'm surprised, and not, I'm just disgusted often. It's how easy it was for them to do with society. From Hamish and myself from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me. Your God or your gods go with you. <laughs>